You're listening to A Little Too Quiet. It's the Ferndale Library podcast, and it's brought to you by the friends of the Ferndale Library. Today we have best-selling author Lucy Clark, author of seven destination thrillers, including the very latest release, The Hike, and also a really, really good book called One of the Girls, which we here at this library actually featured for a discussion for one of our book clubs, and we had a really good time talking about that book. Uh, Lucy Clark is the author of several destination thrillers like The Castaways or other popular releases like The Blue and No Escape, both of which have been filmed as a major international TV series for Paramount+, Plus, which is due to be released sometime in the near future. And during our conversation today, we're going to be talking to Lucy about the actual research that she does for these books. She actually goes on a lot of the trips and then writes about them. One of the girls was about six friends who go away to Greece, and there is a murder, and the book is captivatingly conceived because you, like a good mystery, you learn about the murder on page one, and then you have to spend the duration of the book figuring out who exactly did it or what exactly happened. But that's a story about six friends, and it's an all-female cast, and these are women at unique points of their life with unique careers and unique family situations. And the great thing about Lucy Clark books is that you bring all these characters into one location and they all are kind of bringing the exterior stresses of their life. And those are all kind of thrown into sharp relief in the midst of, you know, solving a murder or (laughs) all this subterfuge and intrigue. Lucy Clark has become known for these female forward thrillers set in exotic locales, and The Hike, which is the newest one, is a suspenseful thriller about four women who gather their hiking gear and set out for an adventure together out on the Norwegian wilderness, but not all of them complete the trip. With no cell phone coverage and no sign of help, Liz, the protagonist, and her three best friends decide upon this wilderness in Norway as uh, an ideal camping ground for what they usually have as their annual vacation together. Because it's going to be amazing, right? You get to see these stunning mountains of Norway and you can kind of get away from it all. Liz is burned out from both her marriage and work and she just needs an escape. And she thinks four nights out there enjoying adventure together with her best friends and getting complete uh, hopeful rest and relaxation is going to be exactly what she needs. Following a trail through these lush valleys and towering peaks and passing jewel blue lakes, it becomes clear though They aren't the only ones on the trail and they're far from civilization and no one can hear them scream. And you know what? It does kind of get into kind of a kind of a horror territory here, which is interesting. We'll be talking about that with Lucy Clark today. And we also talk about the structure of the novel, which is actually told in alternating perspectives, which only adds to the suspense and the page turnability. Clark was inspired to write this book, The Hike, after spending five days trekking through the wild rugged beauty of Norway with a tent on her back. So we're going to be talking to her all about that. Here is our chat with Lucy Clark. Hi. Hi, Lucy. How are you? Good. Yeah, very well. Thank you. Thank you for the chance to chat today. Yeah, lovely to be here. Congrats on the latest book. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's coming out. Excuse me. Um, yeah, really happy to have it coming out in the US so soon. So yeah, it'll be exciting. Wonderful. Can you start off by telling our listeners about 
what inspired this book or maybe some of the actual physical research that goes into a book like this? Yeah, of course. Um, so the hike is set on a trail in Norway and I always start my novels with place. So that's kind of the thing that comes first rather than a plot hook. Um, it's, it's place. It's what world do I want to inhabit and where am I sort of passionate about? So I knew I wanted to do a book about hiking um, or have that as a mechanic that sort of leads the structure through the story. And I really wanted to travel to Norway because it's just such true remote wilderness um, and has some of the best hiking trails in the world. So I um, decided to set it there and then went off on a research trip um, with my backpack and my hiking boots and tent and stove and things uh, and was joined by my husband. And we went hiking for, um, we did a sort of five day night trail, uh, just a made up one the two of us and um yeah we didn't see another hiker for the entire time it was absolutely crazy um <laughs> it really felt so remote and it very much brought the landscape to life there's kind of emotions to life that you might have when you are uh yeah out in the wilderness um and so it really helped me then kind of inform my characters and just kind of what i wanted to then make the novel about really sure sure maybe the word e- maybe the word eerie is appropriate too when it is that remote right is that there's just a kind of something a little scary is not the right word but you know we're we're so used to the hustle and the bustle and the noise and the city and what have you and cars and people everywhere it's kind of it's kind of weird on our modern modern minds to get out there or at least speaking from my personal experience but you no, capture that I, I completely agree it definitely felt eerie to see the um mobile phone coverage just kind of disappearing bar by bar as right. as we walked and um you know you go through all those things of like well what if something happens what would i do yeah it was eerie that's exactly the right word right and i i have to presume as a writer your brain is constantly doing that like hmm, what but what if hmm and did you did you have those thoughts obviously occur while you were out there Absolutely. on the trail? Absolutely. I did all the time about very small things. Um, in Norway, they have these uh, DNT cabins, they're called, that are um, very small, sort of beautiful wooden buildings in the middle of nowhere, very mm-hmm. remote places. Mm-hmm. And they are, um, it's a government run operation and they're left unlocked for hikers or in snowy season for kind of snowshoers or whoever to come by and have a place of refuge um and we planned to kind of hike to some of these dnt cabins that we'd seen on a map um you know like a kind of a hiking map um and we just felt like you know you're walking in the middle of nowhere in a mountain plateau thinking is there really going to be a cabin out here you know is this is this true so we bought our own tent just in case we got kind of caught out mm-hmm. um then when you get you know we found our first cabin one one evening just as the light was starting to fade and you're kind of on the threshold thinking but what if it's locked mm-hmm. and then you kind of push the door and think okay amazing it's open and then the next thought is like who's gonna be inside we're in the <laughs> middle of nowhere 
And once you get in, you know, we found the cabins empty, but in, I think, height of summer, you might find them with other people in. Sure. Um, but then, you know, once night falls and you've lit the fire and you're kind of getting in your sleeping bag, you then start thinking, who's going to turn up? Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of what if moments and questions. And I think all of that was really fun for exploring in the novel. I want to get into kind of the lingo about books and how they're marketed sometimes. Uh, Thriller is usually thrown around, but when I was, and this is my own, I'm bringing my own baggage, I guess, to this, but when I was reading this, and maybe there's just, maybe there's, I think there's a fine line, maybe there isn't, but I was thinking there was a little bit of aspects of horror to this book. I think that you can open up the flap and you might, there's no spoiler that uh, these four friends are going to go on the trail and they may or may not exactly be alone on the trail. Uh, ellipsis. I'm not going to say any more, but I wanted to talk about how the early stages of the book, before the plot really gets uh, gets going, there's like you write really beautifully about that eeriness, and you know there there is like this subgenre of atmospheric horror, and the mountain kind of being a character, or the mountains and kind of being this yeah. presence. I really think you tapped into that, and it was kind of. Uh, spine tingly. <laughs> so I don't know. Thriller oh, I, I'm very pleased. Thank <laughs> you. Because, you know, it's one of those things you're pulling on different strands of tension. And I think more often in my novels, they don't veer into horror. Right. You know, they're quite character driven. Right. Um, but I absolutely know what you mean with the hike because I sort of explored perhaps something the hint of, the whisper of something supernatural yep. potentially on the mountain. And I think. That was really fun to play with what's real and what's not and what is myth and how that made the women feel when they were out there because it's all very well hearing a story about the mountains and mythology when you're kind of cozied up in a lodge having a beer but when you're suddenly out there alone on a trail in the middle of nowhere um those kind of stories feel very different as we know from being kids right like when you tell the stories in your tent with the torch under your chin (laughs) it's terrifying um but the same story you know in daylight is different and i love playing with that kind of tension um yeah it's a fun part when you're creating a sense of atmosphere to think Quite analytically, what are my strands of tension and looking to the mountain, looking to the women and their relationships um, and how they interact. And also, of course, the external characters that kind of potentially join them on the mountain. So lots of different strands of tension to, to play with and build and hopefully keep the reader guessing as to what is going to be the true threat for them. Exactly. Uh, Liz, Maggie, uh, Helena, and Joni are our characters here. So I, I just wanted to go off on another tangent. Um, we, I'm, I'm podcasting from inside a public library, and we host book clubs. And we very, very recently had one of the girls as our featured book club. And it was such oh. a good discussion. And primarily, everyone wanted to talk about the characters. And I just wanted you to share about character development and always you know bringing uh such a diverse cast together they all have unique backgrounds they have unique situations they all have unique baggage they all have friendship and that's all in there and you do such a good job and you're doing it again here with these four in the hike can you talk about that (laughs) yeah absolutely oh i'm really pleased you chose one of the girls as a book club read that's wonderful to know thank you um i think with character development it's definitely a skill that I have struggled with him, you know, in my kind of when I was fresh to this career, I found it really hard. It was kind of the area of writing that would take me 
the longest mm-hmm. to really feel like, okay, now I know my character. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think as I've got a bit more experience, perhaps it's because I have more lived experience. I don't know, but I feel more able to, yeah, create characters a little, uh, to, to find their voices a little bit more speedily. Sure. And I think with a cast like I have in one of the girls and in the hike, when they're quite big groups of people, so I've got four protagonists in the hike, all women, all similar ages, all went to school together. Um, so you could think they're kind of a fairly similar group, but I think what I'm very um, uh, aware of when I'm setting out my characters is to have those points of contrast and difference about them so that I don't want to fall into character types. Um, and I think you know making your women as complex and flawed as possible is really important because you know I might identify with, Liz in the novel is particularly, she's the one that plans the hike. She has a Mm -hmm. checklist. She's Mm -hmm. kind of like quite straight laced and a doer. And, you know, there's certainly aspects of myself that I see in Liz, but also there's aspects of myself that I see in Joni, who is wild and impulsive and a rock star is her actual job. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, there's like, not that those aspects of me are in her, but there's other sort of vulnerabilities. And I think, you can always take parts of yourself and kind of magnify them or explore if you push this part of you, this tiny part of your personality to the limit, to the limit, where would you go? Mm-hmm. And I think that's really helpful in character development mm-hmm. because it feels authentic and, and real. I think, I wonder whether this is this is uh, fascinating to you. Um, and again, I'm coming at this from being a horror fan, but... You, we think of the trope of, of the final girl, and one of the most compelling aspects is uh, in whatever supernatural horror thing that this, the final girl is surviving against, one of the most fascinating things is just how that character that you've gotten to know and you get to know characters is responding to the calamity or the threat or the lingering shadow or the creeping shadow. You know, it's not so much the scare, I think, that you're going for. I think that one of the victories of your book and even one of the girls too is if all these things are happening to these people and we've gotten to know their situations in life it is now captivating just to see how they respond and then you you empathize with them too because you're seeing what it's doing to them i think that's what's going on here for me anyway i love that that's really interesting and actually i have to say i don't know anything about the horror genre so it's kind of interesting <laughs> hearing we could have a whole other about. podcast lucy <laughs> Yeah, I need to listen in. Um, but I think, yeah, that how you respond is I I love taking, say, the four different women that I've got in this book, putting them in the same situation, and there'll be four different responses to the exact same situation. Right. And I think that is really interesting. And you can do it with very small things like their response to the way they wear, for example, just to kind of show contrast in character, mm-hmm. how they wear their backpack and how they walk with it. So before I even started out the writing, I decided how each of my women would walk, Um, you know, who like holds straps and is hunched beneath it, who's kind of striding out, who just the different ways that we will walk. And when I pause to look around me and to see people walking down the street, just their walks tell you so much about their mood in that moment or their personality. And um, I think that it's just, looking at the same situation but from four different you know points of view is always really 
really interesting if you like interested in human psychology so that was fun to, to play with and that and that comes about in the book club too where you're like well in the first part of the book i thought i i was sympathizing with this character but then i really started sympathizing with this character then i started identifying with that character and then you just kind of <laughs> you get to know all of them uh can you just uh, talk briefly before we let you go just about like destinations um i think that there's something inherently like a little uh well a little 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 bit scary about travel in general because you just don't know what's going to happen uh oh this your books are like these extreme fantastical things no one wants those things to happen yeah but you travel a lot and travel is an adventure right absolutely yeah i do travel a lot all of my uh, novels are set in sort of quite far-flung places whether that's the philippines or bali or australia um, and I like setting my books in these kind of places because firstly, I love to travel and I love going on the research trips for the books, like absolutely the best part of the job. Um, but also because on a character level, I love taking people out of their ordinary lives mm-hmm. and putting them into a, a foreign place, somewhere that they might feel displaced or certainly just out of their routine and out of you maybe lose inhibitions, you might discover things about yourself that you didn't know because you've not been in this situation before, you're opened up to new stimulus. It just it's just quite an interesting um place mm-hmm. to 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 take characters from one world and put them somewhere else and see really if they flourish or if they flounder. And that's why I choose to set my novels in different destinations. That's what we enjoy about these books. We are along for the ride, but we're getting to know people for uh as we go so lucy clark thanks again for joining us on this podcast um and congrats again on the hike oh pleasure thank you for having me take care bye And that was our chat with best-selling author Lucy Clark. Her newest is The Hike. Previously had books like The Blue and One of the Girls. More information in our show notes about more of her destination thrillers. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of A Little Too Quiet. It's the Ferndale Library podcast, and it's brought to you by the friends of the Ferndale Library. My name is Jeff Milo, and the music you hear at the beginning and end of each episode is by local musician John Duffy. If you want to support this podcast, you can go to ferndalefriends.org. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and leave us a positive review to help us find more listeners. We'll be back next week with more. Thanks for listening.